Yo, 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 yo. Ha ha. Yeah. You have now entered Squared Circle 101. This is your power hour of pure entertainment. And we are here to discuss the sweet science. You got your man Sunny Ill, Mr. Pinky Ring Shining. Now my man with me today. The only time he's been accused of PEDs is when he refused to go to the ER after four hours with the ladies. My man Shooter. How you doing today, brother? Man, I'm doing alright, man. Not bad. Another day. Great day. Favorite day of the week, man. Recording day. So we've got a lot of good things coming up. Uh, a lot of productive things in the future. A lot of productive things. Everything seems to be going in the right direction. Because this is your power hour of pure entertainment. Hit us up on Facebook.com, Squared Circle 101. On Gmail, Squared Circle 101. Instagram, guess what? Squared Circle 101. Or talk some smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. Make sure y'all vote on the Twitter poll. Y'all see it, and we'll talk about what poll that is here. Not the stripper poll, the Twitter poll that is. All right, and don't forget to download that Squared Circle app. Tell your friends and family about it. Tweet it along, and rate and review us on iTunes. Give us one star, five star, three stars. Tell us how you really feel. Now that I'm feeling good and hyped, let's feel even better and talk about my man Lo at IamRCF.com. This is RCF Fitness. This is CrossFit. Shoot is so ripped. He got to go get a whole new wardrobe now. No more shirts. It, it's insane. <laughs> it, it, it's crazy how it goes. Like, we, we just had to get all this new custom work done. And I saw their nice gear, and we're going to have some gear coming soon, too. But make sure you check them out. Two-week free trial for Squared Circle 101. IAMRCF.com forward slash contact. Find the location near you if you're in Western Washington. Test yourself. You want to feel better, be better with the best. So, you know, we actually, we got a, for uh, RCF, well, we got a, I guess one of the homeboys came in here, uh, Hebert. Hebert went in there yesterday, man. So, uh I want. I'm. I'm actually excited to hear what his was too. But um, I spent a solid 15, 20 minutes after the workout today trying not to throw up. Mm. I'm not. Hope I'm not scaring anybody from doing this though. But it is going to cause you to push yourself, like I've said on a daily basis when we talk Wait, about. I, the I thought that's just you doing the thing like that models do to look good. Oh man! Oh no! Oh, it's actually the workout. No, it's actually the workout. It's actually the workout, man. Like I was exhausted after today, man. But other than that, though, I feel good. I feel great. Um, hey, my and endurance you did it is up because you tested yourself and you won. Hey, man, you gotta push it to the limit, man. How else are you gonna get better, man? We was actually me and Lois talking about that today, man. You gotta get to that breaking point to where it's all right. I can do better. That's the same thing I tell women in bed. It's amazing. <laughs> That's how we do it. Now make me feel even better today, my brother. It's um it's one of it's really funny because I usually I try to stay up on it a lot uh depending on what I'm mm. gonna say but I literally I'm just on that one too. yeah I uh I literally just came up on this one probably like uh, 20 minutes before we even started recording it was actually from a kid out here from the northwest man you might have heard of him Isaiah Thomas oh yeah yeah he said uh my only job is to make people eat their words. Ooh. Ooh, I like that one. Hey, and then, hey, and then what the one. what we got to talk about on the show? It goes either way. It's either like the way. so it's like yeah. people running their mouth. They got something to say. My only job here is to make people eat their words. So you know, there's if, a lot of people that say. If said, you wouldn't have mentioned his name first, I'd be like, who's that? Tyson. Nah, -uh. nah, it comes Love from it. the littlest man in the NBA who's doing the most damage besides hey. Russell Westbrook. Man, he's balling. He's definitely yeah, balling. He's killing right now. So it's a. Uh, Shout out to him actually putting it down for the Tack Town, man. So uh, appreciate you for that. That was a but. good quote, man. I, I'm glad that you quoted that for Isaiah Thomas. Hopefully this is something that we'll see on paper a couple years from now in a meme or maybe just one of those quotes that you see on and framed in a wall because I yeah. like that. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, no, I dug that. That's why I was just like, whatever I had going, I was like, nah, this is what this is what I want for today. So um, as we get on to this show, you're going to realize why that was brought up. Yep. That, and that's a very good quote, man. And this is the sweet science Let's talk about some boxing. Let's talk about this fist to cuffs. I'm brawling. Hey, Get I'm really, I'm really excited. Really excited, man, because everything that I wanted out of boxing within the past like two years is all coming to fruition, man. So exactly, except for getting punched in the face, pretty much for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's pretty. It's like yeah, Anchorman rules. Anchorman rules. Anchorman yeah. rules. You know what I'm saying? No touching of the hair or face. No touching the hair or face. Now let's talk about this Golden Boy card we had on Friday. This is their second one. Golden Boys. Doing pretty good for first they locked down it's, the deal. Yeah, they're doing down, pretty good. Okay, so uh, I'm spoiled. Yeah. PBC, PBC has spoiled me. HBO Showtime they've always done their thing, in which I'm really I'm really excited about it. I'm happy that Golden Boy locked down ESPN just for the simple fact that's just more boxing, more stuff for us to talk about. 
they got a lot of catching up to do with PBC. They do. They do. So the they cards do. that they have have been mediocre. It's decent matches. Decent matches. It's just their it's stable. Just, yeah. So, granted, I don't know if it's just like two. Because when PBC came out, it was one after the other where they were hitting us with fire and they still continue to hit us with fire They're one after us another. With five fights in April this month. P- alone. 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 So, and it was just so, so funny because we were talking about that. Um, we were talking about how. Josecito Lopez, I was just talking about the tape. Like he's yeah. fighting on Sunday. Sunday. He's fighting this upcoming some Sunday. And I like Josecito, like, man. Every, yeah. yeah, he he's a tough dude. Takes he takes fights he shouldn't take. Mm-hmm. Wins some that he shouldn't win. But let's talk about Mercedo. It's uh, Mercedo Hista. On his return to the ring after a year and a half layoff versus Gilberto Gonzalez. Now Gilberto Gonzalez, his fight was about a year and a half, two years ago. He tore his ACL in the fight and then still knocked the dude out. Insane. That's knockout power. Now, Mercito No Mercy Gesta was a top-ranked fighter who has had a, showed a lot of upside. Who they were expecting to be a world-class fighter, but he 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 wasn't clutch. Couldn't rise to the occasion. Got dropped by top rank. This is his first fight with Golden Boy, so they're expecting some fireworks. He came in and won, but wasn't too impressed. I saw some good early rounds on there, but maybe it was the ring rust. Um, he still held his composure pretty well. Gilberto Gonzalez definitely made it a nice, exciting fight. But we need you to do better, Mercito. No, you got a name like No Mercy. You got to do better. We'll talk about you more. Now, let's go to their main event, though. Well, uh, well that too. But also, it's just like you can't be too exciting if you're if you're literally you're 30 and 1. Mm-hmm. 30 and 1. One loss. And it's just, 16 KOs. I mean, like, how come we haven't heard more of this guy, man? Like, where has he been fighting out of? So he came from, he basically from the same group of friends, same crew and crowd as Pacquiao. And I, th- I think at the time, top you know, rank was just know, trying to sign up as thugs. many. Yeah, thugs. thugs. You know, just trying to sign up as many Filipinos he could just in case there was another gem there. And hopefully I'm wrong with this assumption. But, and you got a name like No Mercy. It's like, what's his name? Mercito, no mercy. I like rolling, that. And he's rolling with Pacquiao too. So the field, trained field by Freddie Roach. Uh, he looked good in the beginning rounds. He got caught a couple times, um, where he looked hurt. He still got the win, but being his first fight back, he, he needed to impress a little bit more. Um, hopefully, he do that with his next matchup. Hopefully, Golden Boy will get him with another exciting fighter, and we can see just some action, some brawls, some swinging. Now, after that was Antonio Orozco versus Keandre Gibson. Antonio Orozco, I believe, is the golden boy guy that they want to see succeed. He only had, his record was 10-0. and 0. Keandre Gibson's record was 25-0. and 0. Now, if we can pull up Keandre Gibson for having 15 more professional fights over Antonio Orozco, I didn't take a look to see if there was any actual opposition in there because... <sighs> That that's got to be a padded record, considering how the fight ended. Let's see. Uh, hold on one second. My fault, man. Just it's all uh, good. It's all good. I understand. I, I'm I'm such a captivating speaker. It's easy to get lost. Nah, man. I don't even watch porn on this. So I got a whole bunch of pop ups coming up, and it's just it's irritating. <laughs> yeah. So keys sticking, huh? You don't. All right, whatever. I'm I'm with. I'm on your side, bro. You all right. So he was 16 and 0 with seven knockouts. So like, what is? Okay. What were you, you were trying to see who he's who he's yeah, fought? Who like anybody. He's fought Antonio Orozco. That's, that's, that's about the, it that we all heard of. Now, well, let's, not, let's nah. be fair. Let's look at Antonio Orozco, see if there's anybody in there, any old names from, like, back in the day, possibly. No, it wasn't a – I don't think it was a padded record because most of these guys that he's fought, he, he fought a guy named uh, oh, Hector. Orozco's is 26-0. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Um, man, get your stuff together, man. How you have me look up Keandre that's, Gibson? Well, that's why you're here, he's fought a He's fought a dude named Hector Velasquez, 57-26. and 26. So he fought somebody and then uh, had him quit on the stool. Okay. And yeah. then, uh, I mean, he fought uh, Antonio Mahone, Rosco's got some decent Mahone Montes. Uh, he was 32 and 5, won a unanimous decision there. So he's been in uh, Jorge Romero 28, 24 and 8. So he's fought some people with a lot of with a lot of years under their belt, too. So Yeah, well, and uh, Orozco is here. He, same thing. Uh, Humberto Soto. Dude, I would assume, would have been retired. Before that, he fought Emmanuel Taylor. Beat him. Uh, Miguel Acosta beat him. Yeah, so not bad. Not bad for Orozco. Good win. Hopefully we'll see more of him. I like his style. Just another brawler. Another Mexican brawler. 
Well, I mean, from looking from the fight, the way that he he put him down, it wasn't like it was. I'm he still fought, not 100. percent That was a punch. Yeah, it was like that. It little, was a flash like knockdown, and then he got and up and just hook. like shook his head. No. And then like he didn't even say he didn't even say that he didn't want to quit, but like mm-hmm. when the ref called it off, he he was just like, nah. Yeah, um, he was he walking even, straight to the yeah. corner, didn't acknowledge nothing. Yeah, just uh, that's definitely a sign that you don't want to fight. And then when he turned around, just kind of. I think he just didn't want to shake his head. No, it's kind of like one of those things when uh, when you want to signal your boy if if like if your girl's trying to hook you up with this chick and and that chick doesn't look good, your your boy is gonna give you that little just a little turn to the right, not even a full no shake, just a little turn right. And um, Antonio Orozco, he's um, he's fought better opposition than Definitely. Keandre Gibson, so um, hopefully we'll see. We'll see. It looks like he won the NABC Super Lightweight Title, um, the vacant one. And like we'll probably see this guy in the lightweight division, the super lightweight division. He's yeah. he's. This is a guy that Golden Boy so. likes. They like, they definitely like him, so he'll probably get some more main event cards. Not um, even just main event, but he's he's going to be fighting somebody big because like you can't you can't have that kind of yeah. record. You can't be twenty six and zero and not and see be... Shooter and Sunny Hill on your record. It's just not good. But <laughs> this is where Golden Boy has to step up. They they got the bid. They got the ESPN fights on Friday because there's no more Friday night fights. PBC had it. But now you got it, so we got to see what's in your stable, and we got to see what you got. Okay, let me see, because look, even here, the WBA has them ranked 8th, mm. and then uh, IBF has them ranked 11th, mm. and it, well, WBO has them ranked 4th. So, what is he, WBC, do they even have them ranked wow. in the top 15? Yeah, he's even Mexican, that's horrible. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, so, like, yeah. I don't know, I don't know, there's the super lightweight that 140, you know, Terrence Crawford's reigning supreme on top of that, but mm-hmm. Amir Mom, Victor Posto, Felix Diaz, mm-hmm. Ricky Burns, Kirill Relic, Francis Bartholomew. Yeah, there's uh, names in there. You got, I mean, competition. Uh, Sergey Lipinitz. Yep. Let me he see. He needs to recover a little bit, but yeah. But yeah, yeah, but like no, um, I'm thinking about I keep every time Zla, I hear that Zla, I think about uh, teaching in. That's the man. I keep thinking about that. I feel like I'm having flash nightmares of his knockdown probably more than him. Like every time I hear the name Sergey, I'm like, oh man, that was a bad knockdown by Mike Garcia. He knocked him out. KTF Odom. So um um he's gonna have to I don't know what more you need. Like the record's impressive enough. Mm-hmm. He got the knockouts. He needs to be put in front of some real opposition. This is this is a moment where I think one of the things that hurt boxing for the longest time was, I'm going to say it was Bob Arum, personally, for, for getting all these fights within his own stable. So he wasn't working with Golden Boy, and, and, and that was the other big promoter at this time. And now I kind of see Oscar De La Hoya turning into his old promoter right now with this by just having, you know, he, he wants to showcase his fighters, but you don't have all the right people yet. And if you do, you need to let us see them, that's for sure. Or else you're just going to be the same thing that you that you started Golden Boy to not become. And then uh, on top of that, like with him turning into that, it's one of the thing, main things that people get turned away from boxing. It's for the it's, it's, it's the business part of it. Yeah. And when everybody, that's the one thing we all, the only thing that I really congratulate UFC and like the MMA uh, mm-hmm. format, what they do is every, the fights that you want to mm-hmm. see, they, they are seen and they are made no matter what. If they're good and they're up and coming, you give them, you give them the shot at the title. You give them, yep. you give them that recognition. Like you're not supposed to keep these fighters safe. Their mm-hmm. job is to fight. Yeah. So, it, I mean. Right. That's right. I agree with that 100%. No if thing, you get like. UFC, I think, put all their fighters in one fight card. Though that's why they're pay per view cards, but, yeah, but we're not here to talk about that. Yeah, but and at the same time, so like we have all these guys being held back, and you're not seeing all the best. About. Once people start getting the two or three losses on their records, and you realize you realize that everybody's not going to be Floyd. There's very few great undefeated fighters, man. Even no matter how long you are, uh, Chavez Chavez Senior, he went undefeated for a yeah. long time, and then when he finally and, got beat, and you I, just I would to, argue that his first thirty of his fifty wins were against dudes from the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Just all Mexican fighters, all Mexican base. Maybe even 45, 50 of them. He, you know what I mean, he was what seventy something wins before he lost eighty wins or something like that exactly. before he actually lost. Exactly. Um, on paper at least, paper, you know, we, least, yeah. you know, now. I won't challenge Van to the fight to this day. Oh, no. No, not at all. He got more heart than his son does. That's for sure. We're going to find out about that. That's for sure. Yeah, I I mean, you know. We're going to talk about that one. Even a garbage can gets a steak every once in a while. (laughs) That's a good one. My man Chris Arnold put me on to that one. I like that's a good one. I'm usually a broken clock is right twice a day. but uh, I like that one. Yeah, me too, man. That's a good one. That's a new one. We can eliminate that one. Then we had another fight card was Toe to Toe Tuesday, which was some decent fights. 
Um, but I think I think they had one judge, and it was a female judge from the Canelo Mayweather fight. I think she judged being, all the fights. Are, are you being sexist? You being sexist? Mm, maybe a little bit uh, more. Yeah, I'm not being sexist. I'm being everything you possibly think of. Or maybe I'm maybe I'm just maybe it's a hate crime against these people that aren't from America. Because I heard there was some uh, inter- some judges from like Denmark or something. Not all of them were American judges. But Frank Dialba versus Ryan Kilzeski. Kilzeski. Kilzeski, the the Polish bomber. The Pol- Polish pride or something Polish, like that. Something. So um, Polish dudes are always tough dudes. Yeah, um, Ryan Kilzeski, he actually possessed more of a boxing skill, boxing forte than uh, Frank Dialba. Um, no, better I, counterpuncher. I love it sharp. when I see counterpunchers just lure you right in where you want them. Oh, and just just pop it every time. Yeah. So Frank Dialba, he kept coming forward. Um, it was a good back and forth fight. I thought Ryan Kozeski controlled most of the fight. I gave and maybe then, three rounds to Frank. As and then we've been—I swear we have a theme. Like probably like every couple of weeks we stick with it. And it's just just like we've been talking about the last couple of weeks. Body language, body language. Body language. So this body. one only went eight. It was only mm-hmm. eight round fight. They went all eight rounds, and they had the they had. What is it called? They had not the compu box, but you know when they have the crowd score, mm-hmm. they had the crowd like the Twitter and all that the, kind of stuff. Now usually, yeah. usually you know outside ourselves, of course, because we're aficionados. Of course, the crowd sucks. Yeah. Anybody who's usually watching boxing, they suck at actually watching and scoring a fight. But I wouldn't say it was a shutout. I had uh, Frank Alba, a uh, Frank Alba. I had him winning like maybe two rounds, yeah. and two, then, but the crowd actually had um, Ryan Kozeski pitching a shutout, but. Unanimous decision, Frank D. Alba. I was, that was I was amazed by that because just body if if we had no sound and just watched the highlights of that fight, you just there's no even, way I would have thought watched, that he won. If you watched that, if you watched after they fought and you heard the ring announcer going to the scorecards, Frank oh, Alba, Frank like, Frank Diablo wouldn't have known he won he unless somebody would have pointed it to him like, "Hey, man, you actually won that." So he had a similar reaction. To Andre Ward when he won is weird. No, no, it was Maybe, nowhere. It was Maybe. nowhere near that. No, nowhere. Near it was that. nowhere no, near that. Not it at was all, like not Frank, at all. Di- Frank Dialba mm-hmm. didn't know he was going to win. Yeah. So. Um, D- yeah, they, I don't even think he felt like he won. Uh, his face would say something different too, but he looked like he looked like he was busted up before he walked in, and I think that's just how he looks. But I disagree with this scoring. I'm going to say this was a robbery, not controversial, um, because I can't. Even I'll watch it again, but I, I can't see a way that he won that fight at all. Next was uh, two undefeated fighters, Stephen Fulton versus Luis Rosario. What do you think about I, Stephen Fulton? Well, first of all, I just want to say anytime I hear the right na- name Rosario, there's only one Rosario I know of, and I'll Rosario acknowledge, Dawson. and that's Dawson. Yeah, yeah. But her fine self. All right, I, I've been meaning to ask you this. What? You get to murder, Mary kill, Rihanna, Kerry Champion, Rosario Dawson. I actually thought about this right before we started the show, and I'm glad you brought her name up. Wow! So I got to murder, marry, kill. Yep. Who are you gonna murder? Who would you marry? I'm oh, sorry. Who would you murder? Who would you marry? Who would you? Who would you? Who would you bone? Who would you? Who's your bone? I apologize. Um. Can't say I, all three. I'd I'd bone Rihanna because that's just. I think she, everybody's gonna agree with this one. She's just she's just so special. She's Ooh. just so special. Now you have to murder either Carrie Champion or Rosario Dawson. Ooh, it's a tough one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen, listen, listen. I'm gonna, mur- I'm gonna murder Carrie Champion because I can't sit, have her on ESPN talking to athletes, and just big old buff rich athletes, and right. then that's my girl. I can't, I can't do happen. it. Like they'll, they'll snatch hey, her from me. Hey, and I'm not even. You're my insecure. boy, man. I was I'm just not, watching her saying, interview Nate Robinson. <laughs> Nate Robinson caught me, and I was like, yo, back up, homie, back up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, I'm, and I'm marrying Rosario Dawson, man, because she has been fine for 30 years. <laughs> like, legit. I, I like, 100% still. agree with you on this one. 100%. Carrie, if you hear this, I love you with all my heart still, and I follow you on everything. But if I can't have you, nobody can. That's pretty uh, much what ba- it is. Yeah. Basically yeah, what, it is. what it is. You got is, Nate yeah. Robinson. He's half my size, you but he's saying? still baller, man. I'm not... I'm not I don't know if I'm not yeah. ready for her. I can't, yeah. I can't do that can't, on a daily basis. She's going to have to quit her. If she quit her job, then yeah. we'll talk about it. She got money. It's cool. All exactly. right. Let's get back to, I almost said Rosario Dawson. <laughs> Stephen Fulton and Luis Rosario, two undefeated, up-and-coming fighters. Featherweights, uh, 125 uh, division. So um, somebody's all got to go. 
We got Stephen Fulton oh. came in, 10-0, five knockouts. Luis Rosario, Southpaw, 8-0 with seven knockouts. Um, I like the contrast. I love seeing contrast in fighters because what something's got to give. So you got uh, Stephen Fulton, who was the more technical fighter, doesn't have the power, so he has to use his boxing IQ basically to but win still every fight. Still not scared to mix it up. No, he's no, he'll not mix it. He'll mix it up though, but he's still more intelligent for yeah. when he throws. And then you have Luis Rosario, who's more of a come forward kind relentless. of not a relentless. Just stay, he controlled most of the fight. Um, One thing I loved about this was that they're featherweights, but when you watch the action. You wouldn't guess that right away. No, no, and 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 that's one of the that's one of the pros and cons when you got the smaller divisions because they're always going to bring excitement and some good strong boxing, or sometimes just some good brawls. But they're smaller sizes, so you don't always get those those devastating knockouts that people want to see because you know we're all pretty much inhuman when it comes to some of this stuff. This is this is modern day gladiators, you know they. These fighters are still lucky that we can't do thumbs up or thumbs down. And, mm. and have, have them off. Hey, just because every, you know, like, every, every gladiator died with one loss. They were all undefeated until they had that one loss, and that was it. And then retired. But that's just, that was the rules of the game back then. Um, Stephen Fulton, he, um, I didn't think he was going to keep him away long. Like, honestly, like, just watching the beginning of the fight, like, I didn't think, I thought over time, uh, Luis Rosario was going to wear him down, which he didn't. He fought him long enough. And just like I say, it's the even flow. It's like, am I going to be able to outbox this guy for the eight rounds? Or is this guy going to overtake me with his power? And he fought him off long enough uh, to basically, the scorecards was a little bit, not it wasn't off, but like one of the scorecards, I thought I had they had a shutout. And I was like, that's not it. Um, but good fight, none of the match. Uh, Steve Fulton got out of there with a W. Yeah. And that's good for him. Rosario did not lose any work from this at all. He's still going to get fights. He might even get more fights than the winner just because of his come forward action and relentlessness. Yeah, he, um, he covered up a lot too, like um, which which really bothers me. Like I understand defense, but when I you know you know how it's like when somebody or you see a certain fight how you flash to where you think about something. Uh -huh. And I've brought this up a few times on the show. Joshua Claudia and, and Pacquiao, Pacquiao yeah. man, like to you could have won yeah. that fight. But you covered up too much, not enough yeah. offense, man. He so. was—he looked like just one big elbow, the way he covered up in that fight. It was, it was insane. But I, I get it. I agree with you. I don't want to get punched by none of these guys. But at the same time, you got to show what you got to show. Now, next up was a classic name that we've heard and spoke about. Mr. Edner Cherry. Been around the game for a while. Um, versus Omar. Big old Douglas. A big O, I thought it was super O. Super O, one of something with an O. Super O's got to go, man. I would, it's that that's way too many. That's way too open for some jokes. It's way too joke. Because if you get to a status, you know exactly what they're gonna say. You know what I'm saying? Just throw H in front of it, and there we go. You always got the classic. I can show her my O face. Oh. See what I did there? Ooh. Blouses. I like it. <laughs> All right, so. Um, I'm going to let you know this, and I'm going to let the audience and the crowd know this. Um, we were both at work, and I asked you if you recorded this fight. I said I, I did record the fight. You did record the fight. Yes. Now, did you do your job fully in what that entails? Or did you record the whole fight? No, 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 no. My job was to record the fight. Did you record the whole fight? I recorded the fight. Did you record the whole fight? I recorded four rounds of the fight. Okay. Did you record the whole fight? I recorded four rounds of the fight. You know what? I have no problem doing a crime with you because you will never give out the information. <laughs> like I, I like I like I like that. You know. I mean, we're in, we're in here now, yeah, yeah. but I don't know how so, you work in the box. But you know, no. So you know what? Five a.m. There was a replay that I was up for, and I watched the full fight. Wow, that's what I did. Dedication. That's dedication. Dedication. That's the, look, where, where were you at? Was you with the, Was you in there with me shooting in the gym? No, I, I'm. I'm at five a.m. You were leaving some girl's house. Don't tell me that. Hey man, mind your business. I didn't. I didn't say where I was when I watched it. I just said I, I was up watching it. You set your alarm and watch the replay over here. But I'm glad you did that because that shows dedication and that's good. Actually, it was uh, I woke up on accident because I've been having a problem sleeping and I was slipping through the channels and it just happened to show the replay. Like I woke up first like, woke you up. Yeah, like I woke up and it was in the. Uh, it was in the last fight that we were just talking about the um, the Fulton fight, and I was like, "Oh, well, let me wake up for another thirty minutes, and then I can watch this." No, but five a.m. I was actually watching this, man. That is dedication. So, um, Edwin Cherry came out strong. 
there was no filling out process in the beginning at all. So like at they both all. they both came out. They were they were slugging, but it ended up being another Danny Garcia Keith Thurman fight. Yeah, I like these two guys. I thought they were gonna go at it and just sit there and slug each other to death, which they didn't. Omar Douglas, man, we, we've we mentioned his name on here a few times. Uh, he came in at 17 and won 12 knockouts. And, and he, it, had a, he had a title shot, shot and lost, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Hold on, man. You want me to, why don't you, why don't oh, you say something like that? Oh, I can pull it up right now. I'm going to finish what you're saying. Okay, so when he, uh, he came in, and then we know him as a brawler. Mm-hmm. We know him as a brawler, and that's what I thought both of these guys were going to do, but he ended up being way more... A boxer near the end. Yeah, a boxer near the end. I didn't really, I honestly didn't think he had it in him. So he really sat there and uh, did his did his job. But he was just more patient than what I thought of. He was. I, he was, I think he thought he was pulling ahead. Mm-hmm. He saw everything Editor Terry offered, and he could beat him. So I, he just decided to maybe pull back a little bit on the pedal, or maybe the punches were were bothering him. His last fight was uh, against Javier Fortuna that he lost, and that I remember that was a pretty good and close fight. I think he should, he should get rid of the hair. He's been growing it since he was ten. What he said, he's not getting rid of the hair. What what does his hair got to do? What does his hair got to do with him winning? You're trying to you trying to say me his head movement wouldn't be improved if he cut it? That All is, that weight. That is very true. Man, he's got to have. I'm so, he, he's gonna have no neck soon. It's just gonna be head and shoulder and just one big, like like he wasn't born without it. Like he's just one big buffness. Just so the um. That's just round ten. This was a this was a this was a ten round fight. What it came down to the end, Edner Cherry started opening it up more because he knew he was down on points. You know what? It, it, you know what pisses me. Points. You know what pisses me off about like I understand like this is a longevity and you got to think mm-hmm. it's like you can't always go for the knock, the knockout in the early rounds. You got to be built for the championship yep. rounds. But this reminded me a lot like football, man. Like when you see your team and they're down and then they finally start getting first downs and it's like the last three yeah. minutes of the game when they actually start opening up the playbook. You got to start doing that from the beginning. From you may have more. You may you have can't like, wait to try to get it in the last minutes at all. So. It, that's one thing that uh, that killed me. They uh, it was phone booth fight round five. Round round five. It was a really chess match. Nobody was really imposing their will. Um, round nine was the most inter- entertaining round. Mm-hmm. But um, I had Omar Douglas. Oh, I, yeah, I had Omar Douglas up and winning. But even a lot of people like I don't know what the, was wrong with the whole judges on all the fight cards. I don't know if they just pulled them up. They were the same family, but they all had Ender Cherry with a nod. Mm-hmm. They go have unanimous again. I don't know what the and even if you all the articles you read, you said you read today. I haven't found one that 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 disagreed that that, that agreed with that decision. Like usually, if it's a close controversial fight, there's gonna be there's always gonna be both sides of the points. So someone mm-hmm. will be able to break down and give you a compelling argument to show why Ender Cherry deserved the nod. Like on a split decision. That's still questionable, but body language again. Yeah. Body language again. When you see a fighter like Ender Cherry come out desperate in, this in the ninth round, and this wasn't a this wasn't a championship fight. Ender Cherry was livid. He no, he was he was hype when he won the fight. I'm like, all right, man, you're you came in 35 and 7, 19. You've been here before, so this he, isn't just another. Technically, he shouldn't even be at this stage right now. He's, he's lucky to get this fight. Exactly. So with with that being said. You know that something was kind of off if you're that excited to yeah. win the fight. But hey, it's the imperfections that make it perfect. And what better thing to see a veteran fighter revive his own career, whether he deserved the win or not? How he probably felt for getting that win after his last. What was? Let's click on. Uh, let's look down here. So, what was the last? He's got a good streak going. Wins, losses. What do we got here? He so fought last. last Ho- lost to Jose Pedraza, and then. Yeah. Lost to Timothy Bradley Jr. So he had a no com no contest with uh Guillermo Sanchez. Who I no, said that no, no, no. That's uh Eric Aiken. Eric Aiken, Clay Aiken's uh, your man, your magic man, Polinaji lost, lost to him. him. Decent. I remember that one. That was a while. You got a Jose. Oh, you got a Jose Armando Santa Cruz. No relation. Ray Quills, and a couple earlier in his career. Now, and this is always kind of good to see, and I bet you. This guy probably feels better than anybody else, regardless of what everybody thinks on the decision. Just because when when he lost to Jose Pedraza, I'm pretty sure everybody around him was telling him, "Yo, you should probably hang it up, bro." You, you, well, you can't even you can't because that's 
You How lost the whole. He? You lost. You lost to Jose Pedraza in a split decision. How old is Evan Cherry? Thirty four. Thirty four. Yeah. He, he's at the tail end. Yeah, he's, yeah, at, the he's at the tail end, end. definitely. So, so when he lost to Pedraza, that I, was two years. That was almost a year and a half. Everyone's like, it's time to make a decision. And if you're gonna go forward, you got to make sure you do it 100. percent He got he got one more shot at the title after this. Like hey. he got he got a he got a little run in him left. I mean, everybody's not Floyd, but nobody yet. Nobody. Nobody's Floyd, but Floyd. So we'll see. And we'll, that probably comes with a price too. And then the thing is, what I'm not too mad about it, just because Omar Douglas will still get work. Yeah, he he's gonna be fine. He's with Al Heyman. He he's an exciting fighter to watch. Yeah. I I I think really think if he cut his hair, his head movement would be a lot better. But just improve his fight game. Because um, he's only holding it for sen- sentimental value, um, I hope he's get girls with him. I hope girls are like, oh, I love your hair. I want to. Nah, he got it. A, he got a girl. But what does that mean? Do I keep the hair? I don't know, man. He's gonna just if he retires a Rasta, what's he gonna do? He's gonna hang himself with his own hair? He go he go cut it off and sell it as a to hair shops? Do dudes do that? Man, why are you asking me? I'm bald headed. Yeah, but I mean that's gonna be your. Culture, quote oh, unquote. God, get the hell out of here, hey, man. Hey. Yo, what, what's next, man? What's next? Oh, well, let, let's let's talk about. Uh, we had a little <laughs> scheduling uh, issue and some miscommunication, but we reschedule it for next week. We're actually going to have a guest on our show. We're going to be a guest on their show too. It's Eight Limbs MMA podcast. Check them out on iTunes and subscribe. That's right, you heard MMA. But these guys like the fight game. They got similar chemistry to us. They're fun to listen to. They are doing a live show this Saturday on Mixler. That's M-I-X-L-R, starting at 7 o'clock, and that's Ohio time for Cage Madness 47. Check them out. We're going to interview them next week, and we look forward to it. I look really forward to it just because, especially when they're in the hand-to-hand combat zone, it's going to be good to sit there and uh, not even argue, but just discuss Talk some of the just discuss some of the things about the fight game from both angles. And of course, you know how I feel about MMA, but it's always good to hear another perspective. That's one thing I will say that I enjoy, and I'll I'll give anybody a listen to, and especially they sound they sound great, man. I like their chemistry as well. Exactly. So you you'll hear from them next week, and we're going to be on their show too, and we'll, we'll tell you more about it. Now, the biggest announcement so far, I'd say, is has to be June 16th, the rematch, Kovalev versus, well, I'm sorry, Andre Ward versus Sergey Kovalev. Yeah, you remember who the A-side of that That's is. That's right. The A-side won the A-side it. Is. So, look, I, you remember what happened yesterday. You came into work, and I said, did you hear? Yeah. Did you hear? And you, for five minutes, you didn't tell me what I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. This makes me really excited this rematch is more important to me than any fight that could possibly be made yeah period right. canelo triple g that's cool that's cool but you know canelo chavez that's cool kel brook earl spence all these hey great fights mm. uh yeah all these are great fights i need this i needed this i well, do first too of all, just because we we already know who we felt won the fight we don't need to go into that and and and, and even talk about that with them but this was one of my favorite fights just to watch last year because it was such a you saw, you saw how match. I tried to, I tried to keep score round two I had to throw my notepad just because I was just like it, it was it after the knockdown it was just no not yeah. it was about round yeah. three because after the knockdown I was just like all right Andre you know Andre Ward's my favorite fighter you mm-hmm. you know you know that and I like to see I love to see how he operates I thank you yeah thank you thank you and in it and it's thank you because if if he wouldn't have if he had retired or took any other fight, we called we called him out. We yeah, called him he, out on that. I was he like, that's had a, to delete that's all of his social media. That was a, that was a ca- that was a coward way out. Yeah. And then we know we know what it is. And then as a as a competitor, you can't go out you like that. That's like one that. of the reasons why, on, especially on a close fight like that. If it was a domination, that's one thing. You don't deserve a rematch. But when it's controversial mm-hmm. and that close of a fight. And and I've talked to people that other people that know boxing. Well, we had Zach Cooper knows boxing. Yeah. Very very articulate brother, and can talk very well. Broke it down, and he had a valid point when he saw SOG's side of winning. And I I can see that point. But this is what what they even name it? Settle let's settle it. I think is the name of the fight. Is no, I'm just gonna read off what uh how oh, Andre yeah, yeah. Ward did it. Go ahead, I like go ahead, go ahead. I like like there's very I love few that people. Photo too. I, I love the photo. Mm-hmm. He's out there with all his belts. Make sure you guys follow us on our uh Instagram That's because right. we be posting stuff like that. We'll keep you guys informed on That's it. Instagram.com forward slash squared circle one oh one. Same thing for Facebook. Hit us up on Gmail with some feedback or talk some smack on Twitter. Talking smack one oh one. So he's on Instagram with all of his belts. Just act Floyd used to do it. Mm-hmm. And then he go just Andre Ward. I'm gonna keep this short and sweet. 
You got what you asked for. Now see you now you have to see me June seventeenth. This time leave the excuses at home. That's right. And that uh, then I got under Kovalev's skin. Sometimes you know when you say things, they might not always translate well from you know Russian to English or whatever. But his was pretty clear, and I'm pretty sure he said it in English when he said that uh, I'm gonna end your career, basically. Yeah, he's well. We can't really because you know we're trying to be uh, clean. We're, we're trying to be clean, but PG. yeah, he's ba- he basically said he's gonna end his he's gonna end his career. I I, I kind of want to dive into this not a lot, but remember what remember what Andre Ward said. He said that he's seen, seen the best. He's seen the best of uh, Sergey Kovalev, and I don't necessarily one hundred percent agree with that. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't one hundred percent agree with that. He does have a case to make because you do uh-huh. most of the Eastern European fighters. They fight kind of the same way. They fight the hard and tough. Not Kovalev. Though. Kovalev. He's smart. He he's was smart. a way smarter yeah, boxer than we smarter. get than what I gave him credit for in that uh-huh. one. But at the same time, is what you may see, and what I think is going to happen. I think I think Andre Ward is going to pull this out, but by a wider margin. I think just for the simple fact that he's going to move a lot more. Now I think Kovalev is mad, and yeah. I think if 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 I think he may lose this fight, but I think he may lose this from losing points on fouls if Ward ties him up. It, I, don't I even think know he if that. I I think he might intentionally just do something, shoulder him up, maybe a low blow, you know, a little, little Floyd elbow. You got to go in there with. An agenda and not a vendetta yeah. to win this. Well, so, if his agenda is not, to, oh, we gotta stop right now because if yeah. his agenda is not to let him get close in time and 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 take the distance away from him, there's only a couple ways to do that: either by tying him up first or getting rough, getting rough with him, making the ref get in there and tell him, "Hey, you can't be doing it. You can't be doing the shoulders you and elbows." Heard, you ever heard of uh, the closer you are to danger, the farther you're away from harm? I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I think Sergey Kovalev is better fighting at a distance. He has a little it, bit of the re- yeah. like when no. they were out bo- that, when they were on the outside that's how he boxing. Him down. When he was outside boxing, Kovalev had the advantage. Had it the advantage, was yeah. when he was getting out worked on the inside. So, but I'm excited. I'm excited too. I'm, I can't I'm excited. Wait. You we're can't come any closer. But there's there's so many fights in between. Then I hope something from then from now till then can be so exciting for me to. To make me kind of there's nothing there's yeah. no, I mean there's no there's gonna be good matches between then and there's a lot of news a lot of boxing is going news, on hey boxes. man got, everybody got Berto everybody Porter coming up got, I think it's gonna be a good fight you know? then this month this month period is uh, producing a lot of fights man you got uh, Lomachenko coming up there's so much there's so many mm-hmm. fights coming up this month period but so we only got two months away till we're waiting mm-hmm. for this. I like how it's not even far. Like they didn't even make it. They didn't even make it like August, yeah, November. It, it or anything just shows like that, that uh, just... Rock Nation and main events. They've been they've been negotiating this for a while, and fighters have already been in the camp. They've already been in the gym, starting to get prepared before camp actually starts. Yeah. Um, they're both ready. Kovalev wants it. Kovalev. I think Andre Ward wants it too. Um, I, I I'm I think he's trying to play mind games. That's what I'm guessing because he's not a dumb fighter. Um, and but it's also a little bit out of character for him to talk smack. Usually he'll let you talk smack and he'll just say, "Okay, well, let's see what happens." You know what I'm saying? Well, when you're the pound for pound mm-hmm. champ, I mean, in our well, in my eyes, when you're the pound for pound champ, you, you know it's hard to be humble when you're stunting on the jumbotron. That's right. That's right. So it's uh, that's a Kanye lyric. I yeah. know you don't listen to him, never but you know, you never heard of him. No, no, never heard of him. Yeezy. Never, no, no. Okay. No, anyway, so you know you can only be humble for so long. And then you hear I like the bird chipping. Lights, though. Until he starts rapping. <laughs> anyway, so it's that's the most exciting news that I've had. Uh, now the most disappointing news is, if so far if it's real, is uh, Pacquiao versus Jeff. Jeff like, Horn. I won't say his last name because he didn't deserve it. I, I'm not gonna do it. Because why, why, why don't you pay that man his respect and? And call him by his full name, man. Because if you say Jeff, how many Jeff? He could be a Jeff from walking down the block, man. Somebody selling you a car. That's basically what it is. Because I, I never heard of this dude. He ain't never made no buzz. He's never left his island of Australia. I guess. Well, I guess the continent's what it's considered. But now, granted, you might be from one of the most dangerous continents in the world. But I'm pretty sure you're not hanging out in the most dangerous parts. 
And plus, the most dangerous part of his country is the animals too. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know. If, I so, seen some. I seen some kangaroos got hands though. Oh, yeah. Like I'm not. So I'm not gonna. Yeah, I don't know. Last video there, I saw, the kangaroo got socked in the face. Yeah, but then there was. I think it was his brother that rode up on some family in their house, man, and started punking up from the outside. So man, like even if you may get him there, man, <laughs> it's like the a rematch. Guy sketch, right? it, it, was, it wasn't. No, this is real life, yeah, 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 man. Yeah. I, if I can find now, it, I'll put him up on the page. Jeff, record is sixteen. Wins, no losses, one draw, eleven KOs. What's Pacquiao's record, real quick? There, like a hundred something, or he's like something close. Fifty nine and six. Fifty nine. So this guy has how many knockouts does he have? He has thirty eight. Thirty eight knockouts. So he has two times more knockouts than Jeff Horn. Does it does, any, does it have anything in there in Jeff Horn's at least amateur background? Um. You want me to actually look it up? Just click on it. We're on BoxRec. Click on it. Doesn't say anything. Whether he's like gold medal, anything, anything at all. You see anything that stands out? A picture of him next to a medal. Let's, let's see. Is there anybody on that name on that roster of wins? Oh, I, I have heard of Ali Funeka. Funika. Yeah, that's about it. Hmm. Well, nah. you have the opportunity of a lifetime, Jeffrey. You are. Your biggest thing is not to get shook of stardom like uh, Jesse Vargas did when you're in the ring with Pacquiao. Like, oh, crap, man, this is Pacquiao. I've been watching this dude fight since I was growing up. I'm wanting to become a fighter. You can't let that get shook. If you can beat Manny Pacquiao, your career will catapult to a whole nother level no one will expect, no one will ever see. You might even get a movie deal. You know what's really funny, though? It's like when you pull up Jeff Horn and you try to look and see who's mm-hmm. fought or anything, and you pull up the highlights, um, he has a highlight reel on here that... Same fire. It, well, yeah. it's one, it's, a, it's only a, like, uh, it's, it's, under, it's, it's under two minutes. That time already? And it's the same fighter, mm-hmm. and then half of it is him working out and wrapping yeah. up his hands. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should, you should make a training highlight video. I mean, it's the all training highlight videos are dope. Right, if you right. come to think about it, it looks like man, I could fight. You, you can't watch but the Rocky just, Four montage. If you don't get hype, you're not a real American. That's for sure. That's for sure. He beat him with no sparring partners. That's because that's, that's how good he is. Okay? That's, the, that's how good he that's is. That's impossible. That's well, it's not impossible, but it's impossible. But yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah. so. Give credit to the traders. Give credit to the trainers for this dude. Maybe, maybe was, every fighter should start chopping axes and running in the mountains of Russia. Oh, and beating cars in the snow while running up a mountain. There you go, buddy. In leather jackets and jeans. The formula's been there for years. What are we going to do? Fo- it's been there for years, and everybody's been ignoring. Jeff, I just told you the recipe. What to do. Man, this kid... This kid's going to get walked through. I, I'm not even... I, yeah, we're going to have to do a bet on this one on what round he gets knocked out. Yeah, cause that's about Cause, that's about no. That's what that's what you do a Twitter poll. Yeah. What okay. ra- what, what round is he gonna is get, he gonna knocked, get knocked, out? knocked out in? And I still I can't I'm I can't, I want to know how much Pacquiao's making for this fight because does this should hurt his legacy right? It's not gonna hurt his legacy. He's done enough to be established. It's just like if uh, just say if but um say if Miguel, and Andre Berto his last fight. Yeah. Andre Berto was a former world champion. Got some proven wins in there. Yeah, but it's Floyd. Everybody's going to be in pay per view, and Andre Berto's a name. Jeff what? Horn's not a name, and I'm not paying a damn thing. If what this if is on what if Floyd would have chose Goodfellow Peralta? Goodfellow Peralta. What if he would have chose Goodfellow Peralta? He, there is no possible way he could have chosen Goodfellow. Uh, isn't he dead? I I think he's on life support or something. Oh, he's at his tailor. I'm sorry. Oh, he's, he's at, at his, his tailor? tailor right now. You know, you got to get sued. Oh, but anyways. They, they had to rip his last suit off after he got knocked out. I think they cut that thing off with scissors. Yeah, basically. It's ER, you know what I'm saying? Emotionally. You know they, hopefully they gave him a new heart. But nah. let's check it out now. It, he's we giving this guy way too much attention. But he has an opportunity of a lifetime. Um, he's probably going to get a third of what Pacquiao is getting, I assume. I don't even think he's gonna get a yeah, third. Like, I just mean, but I guess out of a million, he'll get hundred. He has, he has. Pacquiao has everything to lose and nothing to gain on this mm-hmm. fight. Jeff Horn, he's. I feel bad for the guy just for a simple fact that one, I think he's gonna get. I think oh, he's gonna get rocked. rocked. And then on top of that, even if he wins, you fought an old Pacquiao. Yeah. that's what they say. You know how that's you know what's how gonna bo- happen. Yeah, you know how yeah. boxing works. Yeah, and this is assuming this fight actually comes to fruition and and. And happens, and it's just—it's so hard for me to believe the concept that this is the guy Pacquiao's fighting. There's too many people around. You got Granados, you got Broner just coming off there. You got too many people too. calling you out. Thurman's calling you out. Kell Brook wants a piece of you too. For 
They, they is, all want a piece of you. This is a, this How is come a, everybody else in this division wants to unify these tiles but Pacquiao? This is a money ploy. This yeah, isn't a. This isn't for a heart. This isn't for to pride cash and out glory. And go, probably. Yeah, 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 exactly. Trying to Ocean's Eleven, it, huh? I mean, no matter what, it's not going to be a Mayweather. It's not going to be a Mayweather payday. So just money's money. That Mayweather money run out. Yeah, yeah, maybe. You should have invested it. Probably, probably, man. Should have invested it. Then he divorced like his wife. Probably took it. Oh no, I have to sit together. But anyways, now the WBC has ordered a rematch for Chocolatito and Soren Visai. There could be a possibility of a little favoritism here, you know, protecting the money fighter. But I read an article, I won't say with who, that, that said this was the biggest robbery they've ever seen. Now, when I scored the fight, I had it exactly what the judges had it. Mm -hmm. Two rounds for Soren Visai. And the Pacific article I read was basically saying that he was blatantly headbutt this guy on purpose. Now, this is orthodox and southpaw fighter, right? Yes. Two different styles where... Headbutts are such a common thing. That's the first. The, when you come, when they come out, when they're mentioned in tell of the tape, or when they first walk to the center ring after the first round, and you see that one's the orthodox, and you see the one in southpaw. That is nine times out of ten. You got two guys that want to brawl you got, the They say they look. There's three things when you see that. There's three things that all commentators say. Keep your foot on the outside of theirs. Mm -hmm. The most dangerous punch is either the straight left or the straight right down the down right the hatch. Down, right down the middle. And that they're gonna step on each other's feet and headbutt. Mm -hmm. It's just it just happens. Now, if I would like, I'm always willing to admit when I'm wrong, except to you, um, on certain things. A lot and of things. Besides Victor Ortiz and Money Mayweather. I want, if anybody could find any records of existence of a fighter losing a point from headbutts. I'm not going to Google it right now, but if anybody could find this, anybody out there, I want to know when. I might, we might have to I go think, to Max Kellerman about this I think the, I think the thing about that, too, is just like, I don't even remember a warning. I don't even remember a warning well, at for all. the headbutt. Just, just it's took usually, a point. Because they take because the thing is they'll give you a warning for grabbing. Mm -hmm. They'll give you a warning for holding low blows, holding too much, all that. But and he's a former Muay Thai champion. I didn't see no elbows or nothing. He probably, if anything, he could have been doing some of those. But it, headbutts, it's it's just it's hard. It's just hard to accept that he deserved losing a point for that. But the judges saw it the same as me. And you're a genius, right? I've been yeah, seeing this for years. You're a genius, man. You, you ain't, I ain't man. never seen you been wrong. Right, except yeah. when it comes to me. But Yeah, I know. You was a friend. But we, were, we were working on that, though. But, like, <laughs> it's... this. Is, first of all, you get you took away the point You took away the point from him. And he still came out on top on points. You said you had to score it out the right way. He... I'm not going to... It was a great fight. It was a great it was fight. A great it was a great fight. fight. He, it was Tito still showed that he could rise to the occasion because he still came out in those last couple rounds. But, but you saw the difference between somebody who can take a punch to the face and a kick to the mm -hmm. face. This guy wasn't going nowhere. He wasn't going nowhere. And like right when you thought him, when you thought he was getting hurt, he just kind of smiled, he smiled and shook and it off. Yeah. Just, he, he was, was like, just "I've like been knee elbowed and kicked in the face. Your little punches ain't hurting." And maybe this is. There's always sometimes when Pacquiao and Bradley, he's just got his number. And that's just how it is. And this could be that exact case. You don't even just have his number. Pacquiao's better than Bradley. Like, the first, all three fights should have went to Pacquiao. Agreed. Like, but then when Pacquiao worked Juan Manuel Marquez, now you bring in question of everything else. But maybe he just has his number two. Either way, they order the rematch. I think this could play out the exact same way, but we'll see what happens with Chocolatito. Because I know they also ordered uh, Estrada versus... Quadras fight. So we'll have to check that out too. This is going to be, this sounds like this is going to probably be on the undercard of the next Triple G fight, who got called Borat by Billy Joe. <laughs> by Billy Joe Sanders. Called him Borat. I thought that was pretty funny. Actually. I, it's, I just think it's funny how they, it was men, is WC ordered a mandatory rematch for that, and you're still, just like we talked last time. Quadras deserved a rematch because that was close. That was, that close, was close too. That was close too. So it's I don't know too. how you gonna protect your money. I don't know just because yeah, he it, got it, but Chocolatito, he was still he was the number one pound for pound fighter. We may never see a number one pound for pound fighter at this size for a long time. You never um, know. Even with the guys that, that are in the top ten at that size, I don't know if they, look at the list of names. We're supposed to go over the ESPN uh, pound for pound list today. So WBA ordered Abner Mars Santa Cruz rematch. Um, I think this is, I think uh, the WBA is not trying to let Leo go to Belfast. That's what I think. Uh, you're supposed to be a man of your word. You're supposed to be in Belfast. Now, um, 
One thing about the Jackal I will say is that if Leo's going to go fight him, he wants to make sure he has all those belts with him. When he comes to see him, and if he doesn't take this fight and they strip him of it, it's not going to be the same for him. And that's what I think just because this is how these Irish guys are. They want it all. They want If they're going to fight, they want they want what they lost back. That's, that's, that's true. I'll, I guarantee that. But that, it was an exciting fight the first time. Leo won. Abner Mars looked great in his last fight, so we'll see what happens. Now, I don't know if anybody else saw this, but on Instagram, Chavez Jr. He looked really good. He looked ripped. Now, I have Phrasing. A, I had a great quote that I sent to my dad, and uh, it was that he sent to me after I sent the picture. He said, hey, good news. Chavez, at least he's going to look ripped when he's knocked out. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to look good when he's knocked out. Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm like, yeah, that's a good one. I like that. I like that, you know. It's pretty good. Not bad at all. So, as he, we're still getting... He, was, I mean, he weighed 174, and we're still a month away from Cinco de Mayo, and he only has to lose 10 pounds. He's usually 174 when he needs to weigh 168 in three days. I really don't want to get. I really don't want to get into it too much, just for a simple fact. We're not there yet. We're not. We're, we're not, not there, there yet. yet. I think he's making an idiotic decision. Um, I think he's making. I think an he's. Idiot. I'm worried about him overtraining, but he he does have a very good trainer in the corner with Nacho. Uh huh. Nacho Berenstein. <laughs> not Libre. The the Mexican Jew, right? Berenstein is that what that is? No, I'm just joking. But good trainer. I, I good enough trainer to not let him overtrain, and I think he probably has a good nutritionist with him. But this is a, I've never seen this guy work this hard or want a win this bad ever, ever. Man, his dad is making him sleep at his house in his little little junior bed. Mm-hmm. He's he's probably in there talking. Remember, uh, the best remember? thing his dad should do is stay away from him and not even just stay away from him so he's not in his head and just let the trainer do his job. You remember, uh, he, you should remember watch, he should even watch the fight from the stands. You remember the Tyson fight? With, I mean, the, the Tyson movie with Michael J. White? Yeah, it was good. Like it. it was a great movie. Mm-hmm. Remember when uh, they had Customato walking into his bedroom every yep. night just giving him quotes? You know, all right, you got to... You, <laughs> you got to... That's, 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 that's probably what... Uh, Chavez Senior is probably doing just walking, just in, walking in, just walking in the night, one <laughs> o'clock in the mean, morning. You gotta be tough. You got hey, real talk. I need you to just, eat lightning and crap thunder. Who, hey, who ate our ice cream? Yeah. Like all the, all that kind of stuff. Like like dead serious. Uh, because he's looking. I've never seen him this. Like if this is the same, if this is the same Chavez that that fought the last round against Sergio Chris Martinez. Al, well, Sergio Martinez, Chris Algieri. Mm-hmm. Like if this Chavez fought those two. It, it, we're talking about we're talking about the junior lightweight champ, man, yeah, yeah. or the super lightweight. Or, super mid- he's super, super middleweight, super, super middleweight champ. He didn't fight Algier, but he fought. He got worked by Martinez until the last round. Yeah, but when then he who, showed that grit and came forward and knocked him down and almost stole it. Yeah, no. Almost, but who's who's the other lo- who's his other loss to? Um, he lost to Andre Fonfara. Fonfara, that's what I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Andre Fonfara. All yeah. white guys look the same. Yeah, I know they do, but I can't. I can't. Well, nobody cares about your show streak. I would argue that your, show streak and, is out of business because of me. Because I stopped because of that. It's just, hey, you know, I, hope you, I hope all the fans are happy. I hope everybody else is happy because of Chavez Jr. Look what he did. It's his fault. Anyways, now we're supposed to go over this ESPN pound for pound list. And we're running out of time because this is your power hour of pure entertainment. I want to run through it real quick. And then we're going to talk about this HBO fight weekend. Don't forget to watch Hostacita Lopez this Sunday, trying to get his name back in the spotlight. But let, let me just go ahead and pull this up on this list that just sent me there. Because we talked about Ring Magazine, pound for pound list. Now it's time that we talk about the one from ESPN. Now, where did you send it to me? Where's the message button on this thing? God, man, get your stuff together, man. I'm trying to. I am so t- trying to. There's no try. There's only do. There's only do. Yeah, that's right. That's what. That's what. Hopefully, you never hear that from your girlfriend. Hopefully, never. Man, where did you put it? You want to? Which one did you send it to, buddy? I sent it to yours, man. What? Look. Oh, there it is. I got my Bam. Beam. I found it. Ooh, reprogram Kanye West clone. Anyways, ESPN top town pound for pound list. We'll start at number ten. Yo. Guillermo Rigando. Guillermo Rigando. Guillermo Rigando, at number ten. Do you agree with that? I agree. He should be in the top ten. Definitely. But okay, like, yeah. um, 
Do you believe but, he should be after Keith Thurman at number nine? No. He, inactivity, man. Um, like my man Mark Slera says, the best ability, the uh, best ability is availability. Mm-hmm. You got to be more active. He actually should have a fight coming up soon. Now Manny Pacquiao is above Keith Thurman and Guillermo Rigondeaux, but also behind Canelo and other names too. So how do you feel about Pacquiao at number eight? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm. I'm trying to find a reason to put his name higher up. No, I don't. Nah, I think I, he should be lower than Keith Thurman. I, I agree with I, you. He should I be lower than Keith. If Keith Thurman's especially, nine, Pacquiao should not be. Especially with this announcement of the fight he's been coming, exactly. coming up. Exactly. Well, Keith, look at who Keith Thurman just beat. He just beat an undefeated, yeah. uh, undefeated champion, and on in, a close, close fight. On a close fight. So, no. Yeah, no. I know. I, I think he. I, I would put. In fact, I, I might even rank. Vanny at number 10. Now, next, number 7, is Canelo. I don't know how they have him at number 7. I don't know about that one either, man. After Canelo is Terrence Crawford. I like Terrence Crawford at number 6, but I feel like Canelo should probably be right above him, which should be above him, and then instead of Chocolatito at 5, I would put Chocolatito at 7 just because of the loss. Yeah. Terrence Crawford, he's undefeated. And when I look at pound for pound, mm-hmm. I look at it as who in this division or anywhere near me is messing with me. Yes, and Terrence Crawford, exactly. Terrence Crawford's in my top four probably. Now the next, we're gonna I'm gonna go down the list real quick. So number four, they have Sergey Kovalev, then Lomachenko, then Ward, and Triple G at number one. So with this top four here, it's hard for me to put Lomachenko at number three. Now I think he's the future of the pound for pound list. But I, I don't know if I can accept him above the Crusher or I, even above Chocolatito. My top, if I'm going with top five, mm-hmm. my number one is Andre Ward. I agree. My number two is Sergey Kovalev. I agree. My number three is probably going to be Triple G. I agree. Triple G, I mean, uh, yeah, I said, no, what did I say? I say Triple G at number three? Yep. Well, I need Terrence Crawford at number three and then Triple Ooh. G. Ooh. Yeah, that's where I'm going. So whether you have Terrence Crawford at, and then I have Lomachenko at five, at maybe five, six, depending on Canelo. Okay. So it's uh, no, I have. I think Ring Magazine probably had it a little closer, but we're looking at these two top ten pound for pound lists, and this is something that's always going to be debated. Yeah. And any of these other shows that want to debate, they they claim to be MDs when there's only one MD out there. Admit your man Sonny Ill. We're gonna we're gonna sit down. It might take us a while. But we're going to do our own pound for pound list, and this is going to become the official one. SC101's pound for pound list. Okay. And then I'm pretty sure we can find ways to argue why it's going to be better than the ones that we've seen. I like Triple G. I, I can't see him above Andre Ward right now. I, Andre Ward is Sergey Kovalev. Got to be number one and two. Got to be number one and two. Got to be number one Andre Ward, number one because he beat Kovalev, and Kovalev ain't nobody messing with him outside of Andre Ward. Nobody like, at all. At all. Donna Stevenson is talking so much trash. He's not in here. Why aren't you here? Why aren't you here talking about it? Superman? He fly away? I don't know about what's up that guy. Now, speaking of Lomachenko, he does have a fight this weekend on HBO. Uh, I think he said all three are the from that same Ukrainian Olympic team. Yeah. You got both the Alexanders. You got Usex and uh, Govzdik. Yeah, I, I don't like. I don't like yeah. I'm not. I don't like pronounce it that one. Phrasing, but Alexander U and Alexander G. Got you. Is, is what we're gonna go with. Um, they look nothing alike, but Alexander Usyk is going against Michael Hunter, another undefeated prospect. Now, this on paper looks like it's gonna be a pretty close matchup because I know Alexander Usyk is. I want to say ten wins. Um, before pulling up, I'm just, while you're pulling up, I'm gonna say ten wins, eight KOs. Let's see, is ooh, eleven wins, ten KOs. Okay, I was wrong, not even close, really. So, only one fighter went the distance with this guy. That dude looks scary, right? What Eastern European isn't? The boy band ones like Lomachenko and Triple G. I'd have. They look like they should be on the poster in, in teenage girls' room. But Michael Hunter. What's his record? We got he's twelve wins, eight KOs. So he he could punch a little bit. Four star rating on box rec. Looks like he was a U.S. Olympian. Six foot two on there, and we have uh, Usyk. He's, he's at six foot three, seventy eight. Is what's uh what's his reach? How many inches? So reach seventy nine inches. So seventy eight. Oh, he's got his one inch reach advantage here. This on paper so far looks like a close 
fight. I'm taking Michael Hunter, man. He's representing Oxen Hill, Maryland. So, okay. you know, I, you know, I got you by default. I get it. I'm with you. I, I know that these Ukrainian dudes have amazing amateur backgrounds, and they are the next coming. It's kind of like you, you see the wave of Eastern Europeans. The only sport they haven't migrated to yet is football and baseball, I think. But <laughs> they probably won't make it because their names don't fit the jerseys. But if not, they're on their way, that's for sure. That's for sure. Michael Hunter, I, I want to root for you. I don't think you're going to win, brother. I just don't think We're going to find out, man. Find that's out. the reason why you find out in the ring, man. And what do we that's know? That's right. Hey, if you would have told me Edner Cherry was going to win this weekend, I'd be like, hey. So as, as a co-host, I, I got to get a final replacement. Uh, this is your two-week notice. And, you know, uh, how you going to give me a two-week notice? I, would, I don't think yeah, it works like I that. I would bring in Tijuana Jackson. You know, the similar, motivational speaker. Yeah, you know, someone with a similar police description. But one of the things is we got coming up this weekend, though, is we have the Matrix. Vasily Lomachenko versus Jason Sosa. I'm actually excited about this fight, man. Just looking at a uh, well, I think it. I'm not going to say it's going to be a landslide victory. It's going to be a landslide victory. It's going to be a landslide. Um, I well, like Jason Sosa. I think he has. I think he has power. So um, Jason Sosa, he's undefeated fighter, right? Can you pull up? I, I, we yeah. were watching his highlights. He's good. I was reading a great article that they had with his trainer, and they're like, he's he was the third option, okay? Because. Uh, I want to say Jaron uh, something Corrales. He, the number one contender for his belt, turned down the fight, and then uh, someone else turned down the fight, and Jason Sosa was the third choice, and he took the fight. But this is also not the first time he's been that second or third choice in there. And so you got to think though. A lot of sometimes your second or third choice is one of two reasons. One, you're good. You deserve the title shot. Mm -hmm. Two. You're a problem, and I don't want you quite yet, but nobody else has taken the exactly. fight. Exactly. So, you know, it's kind of hard to say which one he's going to be. Hopefully, he's the latter. He's dangerous. Let me see. He's, yeah, he's 20-1, so 20 20, 20 15 knockouts. Beat Steven Smith, Javier Fortuna, who we saw who beat um, your boy Super O yeah. last year. Now, but the Nicholas Walters uh, majority, the majority decision, uh, the draw is where... I think it'll be. I think it's gonna. Be, that's where the class is gonna show because if yeah. you had if it, if you got everybody a saw what draw, happened to Nicholas Walters yeah. with Lomachenko. Yeah, he made. He no probably. Mas. No mas. I'm gonna say that was no like mas. a chess move. Like you see every now and then when them high stakes chess games in a movie or something where, the guy makes they're they're playing for an hour and a half. He makes one move and he's looking at it, not even close to checkmate and just. You know, knocks his king over because nah, nah you win. know, nah, you know what? That's you know what's better than that. Yeah. Rounders. Ah, oh, at the very classic. end, at the very classic. end, when uh, he had uh, KGB, mm -hmm. when Matt Damon had KGB on the ropes, and he was just like, classic. "All night, he beats me. Pay that man his money." Yeah. So it's just like he was just like, "Look, I can classic. go, on, I can go and busting your chops all night long," okay. and that's what he says, and that's what Lomachenko can do. So all night long and beat him down, and anybody else on there that he beat because. Uh, that's right. I know when he got the Nicholas Walters fight, that was the one where he wasn't even the first choice. And so. he made that an action-packed fight. His only loss is to, it looks like early in his career, against a guy named Treshawn, Treshawn Wiggins. Wiggins. And Treshawn Wiggins' record right now is eight wins, three losses, six KOs. Yeah, Jason Sosa is the only guy really on his whole resume that's a name right now anyways, but it just shows how you can learn. Yeah. The guy who uh, got the win that I just read with uh, Frank Diaba, first fight of his entire professional career was a loss. Yeah. Battled back. He only has two losses now. He got a win. It might be a gift win, but it just shows. Still got it. It, it shows that you don't. Floyd kind of set this precedence over there, like you have to be undefeated. Mm -mm. But it's it's uh, that's why I like PBC. The great the greatest fighters in the world have the most losses. Mm -hmm. Like ha who ha have all losses like and Peter it's not Keekly. even. Just was there that thirty-two wins, two hundred and fifty. No, no, I'm with you on this. this. That's why I like the PBC so much. Coming to free TV because making everybody fight everybody, and we've been seeing some guys getting some crazy losses that we know are going to get more fights. Yeah, they're going to get more opportunities and because they brought them. it. Exactly, you're going to get work. You're going to get work out here. They brought it. It's, it's, it's almost like the '80s are coming back all over again, except. No, I've, they're doing the hairstyles and stuff too. That's right. That's right. It's all coming back. What is baggy pants gonna and, come back? 
The drugs is already here. You got some? No, man. Oh, man. Just, Why are you going to bring it up? Yeah. Why are you going to bring it up? I, 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 I forgot who I was talking to. My bad, man. My bad. This is the sweet science. Your power hour of pure entertainment. Bear witness as we talk our way to the top. Make sure you tell your friends about us. Hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101 or on Instagram at Squared Circle 101. A talks with Smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. Make sure you rate, review, listen, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. We're on everything. But I'm seriously, give us a rating. If it's one star, one star, tell us why. If it's five stars, tell us why. If it's three, and you're like, meh, and you just type it M-E-H, meh, type it in, let me know. Because I need some feedback. If not, just bear witness as we rise to the occasion and just talk our way to the top because we're going to get there. Clothing line and web soon, website's coming out soon, too. So we've been working on that steadily. So uh, be, we got be one, on the lookout. We got on one look. that I think people are going to really, really like. We got a few that people are really going to like. Really, but really like. one I think is really going to set us off and put us over the top. So be on the lookout for that. Of course, you're going to hear it here first. That's right. You're going to hear it here first. This is Squared Circle 101. Yo, I'm feeling good. You gonna make me feel good? What, what, what did your man Isaiah Thomas say? Hey, yo, man, he said the only job is to make people eat their words. Eat their words. So that's that's one thing I want to... Uh, Alphabet soup. <laughs> got you. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying right there. Make shout, sure you hit us up. Shout out to Firstborn, who's out of town right now, but uh, still over here doing his job, man. I appreciate you for that, man. You have a safe flight back, boy. I appreciate you for that, and I'm sorry that my man didn't wish you a safe journey on your way there, but I'm telling you I want to see you when you come back. You know where to find us. New shows every Thursday. We're going to be out and about. We're going to be doing more shows with other people. Subscribe, listen, rate, review, and we will talk to you next week.